Welcome to Bring Back the Poetry podcast. This is Jason Tomlinson. Welcome back to part two of Hendersonville Samaritan Center. Uh, here with Steve Brown. Hey, Steve. How are you? Doing good. How are you? Uh, pretty well. A little plugged up today, though. Yeah. yeah. Welcome welcome back to health. Um, we're going to sit down for a minute and hear about this wonderful ministry, this wonderful organization here in Hendersonville. Um, Steve, if you could just walk us back through, I think we're dealing with about a 60-year history here of HSA. Take us back to, to the those original days with those three pastors you were telling me about. The beginnings, Jason, were uh, three pastors from the Methodist Church, the Presbyterian Church, and the, the Baptist Church uh, over a cup of coffee. Uh, the, the city at that time was starting to get a little bit bigger and a little bit bigger, and, and folks were coming into the city that weren't churched. Uh, and, and that doesn't mean they necessarily weren't Christians. They just weren't. They didn't have a body, and uh, they were going to different churches, needing help and needing benevolence. And so the pastors, over a cup of coffee, decided that uh, it would really be a good idea if there was a central location that some of these folks that were particular members of their own churches uh, could go get some help. And uh, through that, through the Communities of Pastors Association, which was formed later, actually, by these pastors, uh, the Neighborhood Help Center was formed. And that's what the Samaritan Center was called originally, was the Neighborhood Help Center. And it was uh, run by several ladies out of the church, and they, they, they had a garage that they had used clothing and some canned goods in, and they would sell the clothing, and then they would donate that money to uh, to folks that needed a little help uh, for electric bills or whatever that was. And over a period of time, uh, the Pastors Association itself was formed when the city started getting a lot larger, and there was more pastors, more churches. Uh, and then they they actually moved into a facility. It was still a neighborhood center, but uh, over here on Old Shackleton Road, you'll see a building that says scuba diving classes oh, and yeah. trips. That was the original uh, building that the Samaritan Association, oh, wow. or the neighborhood center, was in. It actually left there and went back to a lady's home, and left there and went to Midtown Court, and uh, that's when I came on the scene about 17 years ago. They were at Midtown Court. And uh, we moved from there uh, within about a two-year period, went to Commerce Drive, and uh, rented a place over there for several years. And then about uh, six years ago, uh, this coming March, in, in a month here or so, uh, we bought the old Hendersonville Library and moved here. So that's a real fast synopsis mm -hmm. of how this place was formed. Mm -hmm. So we went from uh, uh, an idea by three pastors in a garage mm -hmm. helping folks out mm -hmm. to a 15,000 square foot building that we will soon uh, totally have paid off and it's worth with property about a million dollars. Wow. So these three pastors, were they all three from the same church or three different churches? Three different churches, Baptist Church, Presbyterian Church, and Methodist Church. So you have Baptists, Presbyterians, and Methodists working together right. back in the 60s right. Right. To, to help out people that needed help. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Catholics jumped in there about that same time as well, too. So. Wow. 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 So um, you've been with uh, HSA for about 17 years. Uh, walk us through what uh, what events led up to that happening. And uh, you are the executive director. Uh, yeah. uh, you, you are the top dog around here. Well, I'm a top dog, but I work for a board of directors that right now has uh, 17 folks on it. So I have 17 bosses. Nice. And uh, you know me pretty well. I'm a type A personality. It would uh, 
it probably amazes most people that I can actually get along with 17 people, uh, <laughs> but I do. And it's uh, when I first came, we had 24 board members, and uh, which was a bit scary for me, knowing that I am a Type A personality. And uh, but it's all worked well. And you know how that came about is really a, a long story. I was working for uh, the YMCA at, uh, in East Nashville called uh, a group called YCAP, okay. a Community Action Program for Kids. Uh, uh, indigent kids that live in East Nashville and uh, worked for them quite a long time uh, didn't really feel that that was my place and uh, after about 18 months there uh, the gentleman who was my boss who really was a pretty good friend I was actually in the guy's wedding uh, told me he thought it was time I left and uh, I agreed with him it was time for me to leave so uh, uh, they gave me a bit of a severance package, and, and I left, came home, and uh, went and told my wife that I wasn't working anymore, and uh, at least right now, and that was a bit of a shock to her, right. uh, as it would be most uh, wives who are depending on you to bring in a little bit of money to help pay the bills. Sure. Uh, what's interesting about that, that was on a Friday. Uh, the Hendersonville Star newspaper would hit my driveway uh, the next Tuesday. And uh, when I went out and picked the newspaper up, of course, I'd already started looking for jobs a bit. There was a little small, about a, about a two-inch by two-inch ad in there that said, uh, uh, wanted uh, executive director for Hendersonville Samaritan Association. I, I read a bit of what they had in there, and I thought, man, that, uh, that fits me. That, that's my job. Wow. And um, so uh, I, uh, I went about two and a half months. I contacted them, told them I wanted an interview. And uh, this was in July, and it was in September, and I actually uh, received an interview and uh, ultimately was hired as the director of the Samaritan Association. Now, during that period of time, I went ahead and interviewed some other places. Mm -hmm. uh, I actually had uh, five callback interviews, which is uh, pretty phenomenal. Sure, you know, yeah. That's a pretty phenomenal rate, and had another job offered to me that paid considerably more money than what I was offered at the Samaritan Association. But I felt at that time that's where I was supposed to be was the Samaritan Association. So that's how I came to be here. And there's a few more little pieces of that story, but none of them are really uh, interesting. But I, I think the most interesting part is picking up the paper and trusting God, and there it was. Yeah. So you lost a job on Friday and uh, from the, the YMCA? Yes. Okay. And then the following Tuesday, the newspaper hits your driveway, you pick it up, and then three, no, two months later... Yeah. Here you are, and been been yeah. here ever since, and that would have been about 1998. Give 1998. 1998. Yeah. See, I I can I can do math. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we bought a new house. We were in the process of buying a house when I uh, left my job at the YMCA. We closed on that house uh, the first week of October. I came to work at the Samaritan Center in uh, September the 28th of 1998. Uh, it was a really big week, uh, almost a, a scary and traumatic week for me a bit. You know. Yeah. Exciting, but uh, a lot lot happened in that week. Yeah, I imagine so. So when we come here, it's there's a thrift store out front that's uh, plain to see. What else goes on here? Well, the thrift store uh, helps fund our budget. Uh, back in uh, 1998, when I came as the executive director, our budget was $222,000. Uh, our budget today is right at $500,000. Oh, wow. Um, so we've we've more than doubled our budget. Uh, I think an interesting thing, as I like to tell folks, is that 
we still have nine employees. We had nine employees 17 years ago, and we still have nine employees. Mm. But we have a volunteer base of over 150 people. Oh, wow. And uh, that's kind of what makes us uh, a crawl. You know, we, we've got our volunteers, and it helps us move. So uh, through those volunteers, uh, they work in the thrift store, which supplies about half of our uh, finances for our mission. Mm -hmm. uh, we also do an annual banquet and a golf tournament and, and some other things like that to help us with funding. What we do with that money, of course, we provide nine jobs, but we, uh, we help folks pay electric bills when they have fallen on hard times or mortgages. We buy medication. Uh, we've helped fixed automobiles where people can keep moving to their jobs. Mm. Uh, we've uh, purchased a headstone for a, uh, a grave site for a young daughter. Uh, we've helped uh, grade a road where some folks uh, out in the edge of the Hendersonville could get homebound meals. Um, so we're a, a truly a help center, uh, and we're a crisis center. But we 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 try to to help you get from point A to point B, and and move on to point the the final point, whatever that may be. Right. You know, we're not a long term help agency, but uh, we try to make things a little bit easier as you're traveling the path of getting back on your feet. That is fantastic. Um, so you said you had about 150 volunteer base? About 150 volunteers. So probably actually more than that. We don't necessarily keep, a, a, you know, at times when we have food drives and stuff, there'll be 150 people here working. Okay. So do you have any uh, needs right now in your volunteer uh, spaces? Uh, not really. Uh, you know, they seem to perpetuate, fill, fill each other's, you know, fill each other up. You know, uh, we have a food drive here the 1st of May, and uh, Lee Ellen will need, uh, she'll need 100, 150 people that day to help box sort food and, and things like that. So. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, so if I'm listening to this podcast and I'm thinking, wow, the Hendersonville Samaritan Association sounds really great, how can I pitch in right away? Well, I would tell you probably right away the easiest thing to do would be funding. You know, we can, we can always use money. Uh, the one thing I didn't tell you a minute ago that we do do that I think is important, and that seems to get a little bigger every year, is three years ago we started doing care packs for kids in all the elementary schools. So every Friday, any child that's in an elementary school within the city limits of Hendersonville that is deemed by their counselor or teacher or whatever may not have enough food on the weekend uh, we we give them care packs to provide that food. Okay. And we do that throughout the school year. So that's a, that's about a fifteen, sixteen, seventeen thousand dollar venture right there. So if you wanted to donate twenty bucks, you know. Okay. Uh, or, or or twenty thousand bucks. <laughs> that can that can help. Fi financial uh, help is always good because okay. the more money we have, the more folks we can help. And, yeah. Uh, so that's good. If you want to help on a food drive. Uh, give us a call and ask for the food bank manager and uh, she'll sign you up and get you to help on a food drive. Uh, you know, if you have expertise uh, that uh, you think might be useful to an organization like ours, uh, give me a call and we'll discuss it and, and see if that right. will work. Right. I heard you say a moment ago that people can come here to fix their cars. Uh, we we do uh, have we have paid for repairs on an automobile before. Okay. You know, if it takes getting that car repaired to get to and from work, and uh, they can show financial need that they can't do that, uh, there's occasions that we do that as well. So could it be if I was good at fixing cars, 
could I just fix cars here? Well, I don't know that you necessarily want to do it here. You'd probably want to do it where your tools were. But, right, uh, right. Yeah, you could, you know, if you were a mechanic uh, or you were an AC guy or yeah. you were a heating guy or you were, you know, an appliance repair person or and you wanted to donate some of your expertise and time, you know, I'll put you on a list and, and yeah. uh, you know, if that... Uh, that, that car comes up and needs a tune-up or refrigerator goes out or something like that and the, and the particular client doesn't have the finances to do that, we'll sure call you. I've got a Rolodex right back here, okay. two of them, and uh, that uh, have names of people that says, have given me cards before that said, uh, if you ever need me, call me. And uh, occasionally uh, I'll make a phone call and go, you give me... It's three years ago we met. Yes, it was three years ago, but you gave me a card and said call you. So, nice. here's your phone call. Okay, good, 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 good. Anything else we need to know before we close this out, man? Uh, just appreciate your prayers, too. You know, we, uh, we're an organization that uh, tries to minister to people's needs, and uh, sometimes that means uh, long conversations and, and a lot of listening. And uh, so... We as a uh, group of people, most folks that come in our door, Jason, are not in a happy mood. Right. So pretty well all day long, everybody that comes in the door, we hear a sad story. Yeah. And uh, uh, my staff, uh, sometimes sad stories play on your nerves and play on your heart and make you very tired. So yeah. uh, we would relish your prayers. Absolutely. One last thing. Um, there are several thrift stores in town when I have stuff, you know, that I boxed up out of my garage or my attic or my closet and I get ready to bring it somewhere, why should I bring it here to HSA instead of any other thrift store in town? A lot of people would think that I prompted that question, but I didn't prompt it. He didn't. I made it up right now. Yeah. But it's an excellent question. And, and the reason I would tell you to bring them to us is whatever you bring to us that we sell in front of the store, that money stays in Hendersonville, Tennessee doesn't go anywhere else. If you bring it to uh, one of the other larger thrift stores, maybe on Shackle Island Road or over about Union University area, uh, that money could very well go to Nashville, could go to Mark County, could go someplace else. So uh, your your items that you bring here, when we sell those items, that uh, they, they stay here. That money stays here and helps people in Hendersonville. Wonderful. Thank you. All right, Steve Brown, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much, Steve.